An excerpt from Choice Millionaire by Poets of the Fall. Cars in the night cut through the mist, baby suns for eyes, diamonds on your wrist. Twist in the scheme a permeating theme, a violin crescendo. Dark violet skies over seas of lead, hard violent fights, red sun will set, like a rivulet, like a tear beget, a clear innuendo. It's a wide world out there, and life can be a love affair, or a cage of sheer despair. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to Six Feet Under. It has been a little while since we last recorded, but that's okay. The gang's all here, and we have touched down in Ario after last time. Uh, Monsoon dropped us all off so he could take care of his own bullshit. What a nerd. What a nerd. Too bad he's dead now. <laughs> uh, Alright. As you touch down outside the city of Ario, you stand on top of a tall hill just outside the city's train station. The whole city is built on a gradual slope a slightly sideways town and from your vantage point you can see the whole city from here a little bit off the bottom of the slope where the city levels out it abruptly stops and you can see a white line painted across the ground that nobody crosses especially not this late in the evening before you you can see clouds of dust in the distance high speed vehicles returning from their day out several cross the white line and there's lots of cheering from the folks waiting below who rush forward to help offload the spoils of the day you see one racer still a ways off, and the shadows are growing darker as the sun begins to set. A Model T-style car with a big silver engine spilling out the front, its wheels replaced with fat, heavy-duty tires, and a pair of thrusters on the sides to keep it going at high speed. But the thrusters aren't firing. The difference between the sunset on this side of the line and the sunset on the far side of the line is immediately apparent. The shadows beyond the line are blacker than night, a void of nothing. The shadows on this side look entirely normal. As a standard, beautiful sunset shrouds the tilted city of Ario in gentle shadow, it covers the swampy hills of the green man's graves in void. You see the car swerve away from one of those shadows, and for a moment it looks like the shadow tries to move to catch it. As the car races towards the finish line, the sun finally sets and you see the void swallow them up completely and the gathered crowd gasps. Until moments later, the car rockets across the line, slamming into a barrier set up to protect the city itself from racers who do exactly this. Even from here, you can see the car is in bad shape. It was in the shadows for a few seconds at most, but it's been torn to pieces. It's been damaged and twisted in strange ways, but you need to get closer to see exactly how. A moment of silence hangs over the crowd before the racer spills at the door, stumbling to her feet. She raises one arm in victory, and the crowd lets out a raucous cheer. They rush to her aid and begin pulling her car off to her garage and getting her somewhere safe. Welcome to Ario. Ario is a boom town with a boom that will never bust. The city is crowded with folks and new construction is underway. The inns are full up, the taverns are bursting with folks who come back from the day's hall, because beyond that white line in the sand at the base of the city is the bewitched Burgle the Greenman's Graves, a haunted place where nothing can survive at night, but every day, the entire region resets to exactly how it was the day before. 
All the food returns to their tables. All the trees and silverware and boards return exactly how they were. And most importantly, the lost city of Burgal refills its riches. Anyone who knows where supplies can be found in there can make a living by simply bringing them back every day. They'll always be right where you left them last time. For over 200 years, this place has been entirely unchanged. Until last year. Last year, Aurorealis built a tower inside the Burgle on the far side of the city. You can even see it from here, looming up over the rough, uneven hills of the Green Man's Graves. It has been the only new addition the region has seen in 200 years, and no one is quite sure how she managed to do it. But after finding little of value inside or around the tower, the rocket racers don't give it any mind anymore. But everyone knows where it is, and anyone who regularly makes the dangerous ride to the Burgle itself could theoretically take you there. So that's your mission, everybody. You have to find those brave fools and convince them to take you with. There is no other way you could possibly reach the tower before Nightball, so what do you do? Brave fools do seem like our kind of people. That's fair. I'm a brave fool. Let's just follow where that one brave fool who was last to finish went. That yes. seems like a good brave fool. Yeah, you can actually place. see that her car, her car has been pulled over to a tower near the finish line itself. Um, I have a map here for everybody, and it looks very nice. But there's also imagine there's about five million more houses if I only mm. do the important ones. So these should be scattered all kind of about. Uh, but yeah, there's a weird tower that looks kind of like a mini Lindora castle over on the outskirts of town, oh. and that's where her car has been pulled to. Spoilers. As, as they're approaching it, Rue just audibly says, like, Whoa, I hate this. Yeah. But still keeps walking, because, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> I it's guess. the best place to start. Either there or the tavern, because everyone would know everybody there. Look, if you want brave idiots, elves. Elves are brave idiots. Elves is true. a brave idiot. I'm a brave idiot. Yeah, come this way, Nugget. Okay. Also, tavern. Good you want to go to the tavern? Let's split up and, uh... I'm choosing that one. Okay. okay, the tavern is actually the top building right next to the train station. Oh, no one's here. Fuck this. <laughs> no, there are people there. I just didn't have their minis because it's spoilers. I thought it was the one with all the cars parked outside. Yeah, yeah. Which group are you going to go with? Are you going to go with Pan or are you going to go with Rue down the city? Uh... Pan or do you want to go somewhere else? Babysitting. Yeah, yeah I prefer go with Pan. Pan. What the fuck? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> all right. You can't dispute so, that. I feel okay. I almost feel like I don't need to ask this question. Pan, Yuria, which of the two of you is more perceptive? Hmm. I depends on what. Pan probably knows immediately what all the types of alcohol they have are. Well, I have a plus. Well, I... but Yuria probably notices pretty much everything else. Yeah, I mean, um, stat-wise, my sense in, in a regular game system, I would ask for for a spot check. We don't have those. So, yeah, since. Uh, actually, wait, since it's you two, I think the reaction is actually different than what I had in mind if uh, Rue had walked in. A word? Oh, word indeed. So, uh, in the back corner, you see uh, Gislin and Knight are sitting <gasps> at a table. And I walk straight back out! Holy oh, yeah. hands! Oh man, it's like Simpsons. You just do death. that, Grandpa. Yeah. I try to grab Pan's arm, but he drags me in while I try to. Yeah. So the thing I had in mind is that uh, Gislin, when he sees you guys enter, would grab Knight and run out the back door. But if it's just Yuria, he's actually just gonna wave. 
Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're leaving, you can leave him there. But I mean, he's not gonna—he's not gonna do anything here. It looks like if he's just waving, then wait. Yuria knows about Pop Tart's letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. I mean, I don't know what they're doing here. That's why you need to go ask them. Well, I guess I will. Thank you. <laughs> All right. The two of you head over to Knight and Gislin. Knight uh, looks on edge at seeing Pan, but Gislin like puts one arm on her shoulder and kind of holds her back. So, uh, you hear about the last tower, right? Yeah, we were just in the neighborhood, and just turns out there's a mm-hmm. tower in this mm-hmm. corner. Yeah, I kind of thought so. So, see, the thing is, this last tower can't kill the dragons. I think you've already kind of stopped Aurorealis, from what I can tell. So, what I'm thinking is this rain sucks. You, uh, gonna hand taking this last one down? Yes. And Knight is kind of, like, she looks like she's keeping quiet because otherwise she'd start yelling at Gislin and Pan. Which one you're not sure she would yell at more. At that very moment, because she's still psychic, Rue Titania is sprinting up the hill at top speed. <laughs> <laughs> and um, is there a window near where those two are sitting? Uh, there's actually a back door right next to them. Cool. Um, what do I roll to like burst in through the back door and just like dropkick Gislin in the fucking head? <laughs> <laughs> I think nothing. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to hurt, like actually hurt him, or do you want to do something else? I want to work out my aggression. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, <laughs> I feel like I don't think that should take a roll, but I also don't know courage. How successful? I have plus one courage. Roll to overcome, actually, which is blood. All right. Because I think if you're going to start try to rush at the toughest elf in the world with his now four metal arms. Oh yeah, I forgot about that part. Hey, Gnome, okay, yeah, I this have... might be a little tougher than expected. While you're rolling, hey no, how many arms did? Uh, Gislin wave hat. <laughs> Just the one. Oh, okay. Um, he still seems mostly used to having the main two. Uh, one of his arms is still that Column City stone. One of his arms seems like a weird dynamo thing. You're not quite sure. It's it's a very unusual dinosaur. and looks kind of unwieldy design. Yeah, um, I understand. And then both of his left arms are identical. The same left arm that you saw... That he's had the whole campaign, except now he has two of them. Yeah, I can understand trying to adjust a new arm. Mm. Yeah, mm. both his right arms are weird. They're both new. I mean, just trying to get used to the feeling of a new arm. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm with Rue. <laughs> so I, roll a, I rolled a three. Okay. So you <laughs> run in, you attempt to drop Kit Gislin, and oh. he just kind of like catches you, both of your legs with you both of his left arms and slams you onto the table and he just starts laughing and laughing Hi, Ro. god damn it that's exactly what I would have done uh, so, uh, who the fuck are you <laughs> <laughs> uh, that uh, shut up <laughs> why don't you shut up and go to prison you piece of shit is this octopus with you Yuria uh yeah uh, Yuria kind of looks side side because she's not sure if she should say anything about the whole. Uh, Who is? 
Although I kind of have a feeling that Knight might have an idea, but we'll see. So the offer's on the table. Uh, although I'm going to take a drop kick, it's probably yeah, no. I'd probably give Knight a shit-eating grin at that My point. question is, why do you want, like... I wasn't listening, I'm just super mad at you. <laughs> so why do you want to stop the rain, then? Because it sucks. Very suspicious. <laughs> uh, well, hmm. I feel like Rue. Okay, well, it's gonna take a little bit for Rue to gather herself after that, and like a very, very long time to like regain any sense of composure or dignity. But yeah. in the meantime, probably just gonna keep eyes locked on Knight to see how Knight reacts to all this. So let me know if I should roll a sensey thingy for looking for tells. Uh, would you like to roll to look closely? Yes, please. Which sat would I be rolling that with? Would it be that sense? That is sense. Okay. And my sense is... Double check, but I believe it is plus one. Oh, it's minus one. Perfect. Great. Yeah. <laughs> D, you idiot. Well, as long as you roll better than last time. I got saying a that six I probably total. Just it. Mm. Oh, good. Okay. Great. I can't see. Uh... Do I so just have a concussion? So how this works is you, you get to ask one question and you learn the answer the hard way. Oh, Christ. And uh, this is why we switched to like second edition. <laughs> yeah. That's good shit. Um, I, I mean, the question that's at the forefront of my mind is how... How much is Knight willing to go along with this supposed plan to destroy the tower? Alright, um, I feel like the best way for you to, t- to 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 represent the failure of that role is you blurt that question out. Oh my god, I just have to go. And Knight just kind of like grabs you. Well, you're like, you're still on the table, I guess, like kind of propped up on your elbows. <sighs> and she just grabs your chest and pushes you back down. And she moves her face close to yours. I think it's a terrible idea. And Gislin's trying to ruin everything like he always does. Hey. Alright, well. And then she just kind of storms off at leaving you all there. Cool. Well, um, let's put them both in jail and um, then go destroy the tower. I'm going to hop up onto the table and just like blob out on the top of the table like a blobfish. <laughs> oh, no, that's uh, perfect. It's. Nugget's gonna do that because I think it's time for Gizmo to at least meet new Pop Tart. This is Pop Tart. Oh yeah, uh, kind of. Yes. Yeah, Pop Tart's dead. This is what not the heck Pop-Tart. happened to the raincoat? Don't nonsense. Don't tell him who I am. I'd be really embarrassed. Yeah. So this is yeah, Nugget. You're doing a great job already. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Nugget is well only learned how to speak recently, and is a. Small explosive. (laughs) (laughs) He raises an eyebrow at you. Yeah. Uh, I've been, like, workshopping some ideas where you can kind of, like, just, like, chuck it into someone's throat. (sighs) No? Right? Anyway, I... That's a bit much, don't you think? I guess we have a history together. You should know this about me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, history. What's what's Knight's problem? I feel like we could negotiate something, like like let her stab me a couple times. I don't know. 
Like, these are, you, these are Aurorealis' top sergeants, and they're probably just trying to trick us. That's still my vote from down here on the table. I mean... Knight pulls out, or I mean, not Knight, Knight's not here, Knight wandered off. Gislin pulls out a crumpled up letter and places it on your body somewhere. <laughs> well, okay. that's fucking, okay, rude. Like, um, just drops it on you. I already know what that says, also. I don't. Fucking. I do. That's the letter. Only Yuri and Pop Tart do. Yeah. Yeah. Yuri yeah. is gonna explain the letter. Yeah, this is what Pop Tart wrote to Gizzen about staying with Aurorialis and with yeah. Knight. You know what? Aurorialis I... had a plan to stop the dragons. Okay. But she kind of doesn't now, and she's just wandering on the ocean, killing everything down there. I mean, that's Which why is great. you hate me. Well, I hate that. But it's also not gonna, like, stop the apocalypse. I, she's strong, but I don't think she's strong enough to genocide a whole race herself, you know? Mm. Um, it's less of a race and more so of a So her plan sucks, is yeah. what I'm saying. Rue's recent reawakening to sea, as in stone, and also in being a weird octopus, um probably perks up and is pretty concerned about that and is like, what? Which direction? Let's go. Well, tower first. God damn it. Yeah, we can deal with the tower first. Uh, the point is, she abandoned the tower plan because you've already taken out the two that mattered. Uh, this one's just making it rain all the time. And that sucks, and it messes with my machinery, and I don't like it. So I kind of want that tower gone since you were going to destroy it anyway, and Pop-Tart wanted me to come along anyway. I thought maybe we could work together on this. Uh, as you saw, Knight doesn't agree with me. Okay, I'm gonna say that at this point, you're just gonna go run off in Knight's direction. Okay. Knight is... is just sitting at the train station, kind of like pacing back and forth. What is Knight still doing here with you rather than with Aurorialis then? Uh, we can't find her. <laughs> oh, whoops. The ocean's a big place and she can't fly anymore since she got set on fire. She used to come to us. <laughs> yeah, good thing Yuri's not there because she knows how to get back up from the bottom of the ocean. It's like, oh, oh no, I, we know how Yuria to like, get down to the ocean. It's just there's a lot to search and I wouldn't know where to start. Oh. I mean, we could just... So we completely lost contact with her. So I'm just going to like, you know, do my own thing now. Uh, and Knight, I don't know. I don't think she knows what to do. I think she wants to rebuild that second tower that you guys took out, but, uh... Uh, no. I don't know how she'd start with that. Then it would just... Okay. Well, first of all, no to that. Um... <sighs> Why don't you just go punch it or something, then? You're so strong. A dragon? No! Or the tower? No, no, well, that would be interesting to see Gislin go try to punch a dragon over. <laughs> hey, I did, we can try it right now. Let's do it. We could. Come it on. Would... <laughs> Pan, I'm, let's just like... He lifts send, up his arms. This... You want to go? You want to go, big man? Let's send this fucking doofus ahead of us to his probable demise. Mm -hmm. And maybe he'll do it. And if not, uh, it's... Get eaten you know, by whatever. ghosts. That's what well, happens, right? Yeah. Well, I mean... This is like... Ghosts aren't so bad, you know? Oh, but I mean, the short version is I don't have the kind of, like, world-breaking power that you guys do to push a tower off of a mountain. Um, I could probably punch it real good, but I don't know if I could tear down a whole tower in a day and get back here. So I was hoping you had a better plan. Now, okay, I do... 
I wasn't. I think I was mostly just talking bullshit about eat, getting eaten by ghosts. What actually happens? What's the danger here again? Uh, I'm pretty sure you get eaten by ghosts, actually. Okay, so that. Oh, hmm. It's not like there have been any survivors to interview. Well, here's the fun thing. I, well, I mean, what if I if Callie just came out of there? If I go, and again, nothing can really kill me. What would happen? I want to see. Would what, probably, you would probably get trapped in eternal misery in a, some kind of ghost torture dimension forever. But I mean, Callie was it just in feel... there for a couple of seconds uh, from crashing her car earlier. If you wanted to talk to her, wait, Callie's here. Simultaneously, <laughs> oh yeah, she's over there. Hi. Oh. Okay. I saw her, but then I had to come try to beat this idiot up. <laughs> but yeah, then when the smoke good cleared, you, huh? I was lying completely dead on the floor. So, so I listen, I don't know much of anything, but just assuming that we'd get eaten by ghosts sounds like some halfling nonsense, and we got two of those to figure that out. I feel like oh. there's some problem solving that could happen here. Don't know what the problem or the solution is, but it's something. It's better than just assuming it's ghosts. doesn't know that dragons are halfling, so he'll probably be like, the fuck? Oh, Two? right, yeah. Long story. He's gotta catch up on the metaphys- metaphysics, dude. Um, anyway, give yeah. me, Gislin, give me something. I'm confiscating something. Give me any given thing of yours. What? Uh... He reaches over and detaches his stone hand and hands it to you. Well, great. Super heavy. Thanks. Fuck you. Yeah, have Um, fun. So now I have a telekinetic thing, so I know approximate... I can at least see out of Gislin's eyes and whatever. Yeah. So I can at least have an easier time finding him. Oh, is that what you wanted it for? I was just kind of fucking with you. Give it back then. No, I'm not saying this out loud. Also, I, like, I just, look at, I'm great at stone, check this out. I just, like, shrink it down and put it in my cool bag with my other cool stones. <laughs> that works, that yeah. works for me. Uh, yeah, now let's stop talking to this loser. I would, look, I really well, want to put you in a stone cube jail, but I know you just punch right out of it, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna leave. And then I'm All just right. going, I'm just gonna go I'd to- appreciate l- if you didn't do that, it'd be a pain in the butt. But yeah, I would break it. I'm just gonna go back out through the broken door that I sort of broke, but was mostly broken using my body. Let's go find some ghosts. I don't know. No, we're t- we're gonna go talk to Kali and be like, hey, how the fuck do these ghosts work? Hey, remember yeah. us? Yeah. Oh, Sorry, well, I'm... I can say that she doesn't remember you. <laughs> I'm still on the Good. table. I'm just gonna blend in with this crowd of admirers. Get over here. Come back to me later. Meanwhile, though, a minute ago, Yuria ran off to go talk to Knight. So, hey, how's that going? Yeah. Let's see how someone who's actually gonna talk instead of trying to dropkick someone. Kiss, kiss, (laughs) kiss. Why is it a good thing we don't have telekinetic powers anymore? So, I mean, that's not what telekinesis is, but so... (laughs) You did a pan! <laughs> I have telekinesis and telepathy, so don't even worry about it. Uh, Night actually sees you coming. She wraps up her arms and she wraps her wings around herself, so she's like double crossing her arms. What do you want? I have a question. Mm-hmm. Why do you hate dragons so much? She pulls back her hood, and she is a red panda. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> she looks a little different now with her big golden bird-like eyes, and you can see that her face is horribly scarred. Uh. One of those dragons took out my tribe. Ew. I'm a blood tongue like you, and she puts her hood back up. They're related? Holy shit. You're not just gonna everyone know this? Wait. I'm assuming this was planned, but what? The blood tongues are several tribes, not just one. Yeah, but, but like, if you're. If it's like a tribal culture, then I assume that, like, just everybody with the same second name is treated as fine. Like, you know what? This yeah, they is... would be, like. This is Riley's yeah, kind of. Not mine. From the same society, not the same family. So, what I came up originally is that the um, pandas in Blue Mountain use blood tongue in a sort of derogatory way, but it's not the truth, and yeah, the blood tongues are mostly like hunters and stuff. They're monster tamers who live under the ocean, and uh, my tribe was wiped out by a couple of dragons. I returned to the. I went to the Column City to get the power to kill them all. Why not just the one then, or two that wiped out? I already killed them. Aurorialis promised to kill the rest. I don't want their destruction to spread to the rest of the world. That's all. Well, I think we're doing a pretty good job of containing at least one dragon from doing much destruction. Yuria says, referring to a certain someone. Thanks. Yeah. He's probably the worst of them all, honestly. You can't kill him. I certainly tried. Yeah, I kind of found I am not happy to see him again. Even with the uh, destruction he did to my ship in the process. So, well, what's the plan, then? I have one more question, though. Answer mine first. What's your plan? How are you going to stop the apocalypse? Well, actually, shoot. I've already I need... torn down Aurorialis' plan, so I hope you better have your own. Well, we already kind of got Apocalypse himself conjured up, so we're kind of... Her, she closes her eyes and puts her hands in her face. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> okay. Are you... She picks you up with both hands and, like, starts shaking you around. Kiss. What kiss, is wrong kiss. with you? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> look, if it, it's not... It, look, it wasn't because of us. It was actually more because of Utopia. She just kind of throws you to the dirt. There's a soft squeak, like a squeak toy, dog toy. <laughs> Aww. But isn't that, like... Then what would you do then? Because Utopia's out there now. She apparently her past power that could rival Apocalypse. Lord Royale's is fine. Maybe I'll that. go ask her for help. She's not gonna. She. We had a plan, Yuria. We had a plan, and you ruined it. And she stalks off away from you again to who knows where. Mm. Yuria just kind of sits there. Meanwhile. Uh, I guess Rue and Pan have reached Callie. Mm-hmm. And I, Nug, it's up to Nugget if you're still with Gislin or if you came with them. No, I'm, I'm still with him. Alright, sounds good. I think I'm so, gonna go ahead and use one use of my disguise kit to disguise myself <laughs> as an ordinary mechanic and less an octopus person. Why are you giggling, huh? 
I don't know. I, I thought it, I thought you were disguising like so she won't recognize was I gonna me. Do, you were well. like, oh, here comes Ix with another stupid disguise idea. I mean, uh, why? That would why be do very you fair. That one. That would be totally fair. New idea. I'm gonna disguise myself as Callie and replace her. Just kidding. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Uh, I forget what if, Callie's opinion of us is. <laughs> if Nav was here, God rest his soul, that's probably what he would do. So Callie right now is um, resting by the door while a crew of elves are working on her car. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looks mildly injured. And you can see that the car, the frame of it is like bent and twisted. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it has claw marks in it. And corrosion at the same time. Like, it looks like someone shot a shotgun at it, and it's got a bunch of little holes in it. The ghosts have guns. <laughs> and I like... <laughs> um, I want to offer Kali, like, a bottle of something stiff, like whiskey or scotch or whatever the equivalent is here in... Elfland. Yeah. What do they make? What do they make alcohol out of? We haven't really explored that anyway. Um, what's their primary? Only whiskey seems except reasonable. for fucking grape mush that Gislin shoveled into his mouth. Rotten grape mush. I don't know. Go with like pumpkins or something. Yeah, Just sure. Pumpkins. pumpkins. I don't know. Pumpkin patch. Hey. The hey. pumpkin patch is actually a very risque business place. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't say. Well, it was the, Vegas, it was the Vegas of Londora. Oh god. That's like that like adds whole new dimensions to things that oh, have already god. happened and we don't wanna, even have time to uh, explore all of that. I want a flying casino now. That's your new goal. Anyway, here's a bottle of liquor and I'm just gonna be like, uh, you mind if I have a look at your car? It's already being handled too. But she takes the bottle anyway. I'm um, new in town. I wanna see how these things work. Also, I'm well, here. Well, really, those things, and I point out across the border. Yeah, this guy's She here. starts to say, I guess you can go look, and then she looks up at Friar Pan, and, what the fuck are you doing here? Uh, we're here to fight I, ghosts. I just, I just keep walking. I don't recognize him. I don't know him. That's some person I met. I'm just I Mechanic know. Lady. Hi, I'm Mechanic Lady. I'm new in town, and mechanic I'm here to look at cars. <laughs> Callie Hi. gets up using her uh, fancy cane with a gem on top of it to prop herself to her feet. Mm-hmm. Her other arm is in a sling. It looks like she might yeah. either broke a bone or just, like, hurt it real bad. Um, and she gets all up in your face. You! Mm. So your opinion is negative. I forgot. I'm just kind of catching <laughs> up right now. Um, I mean, it wasn't when we last met until uh, that part where you cut off the king's leg and ran away and left a giant golem to wreck our castle mm-hmm. and... Your little friend summoned a ghost to start assassinating people left and right. Ooh, that's new. Didn't know about that. I mean, we kind of assumed, but hmm. okay. Uh, well, that's that's a. I mean, the I mean, that's... we knew the ghost was named Revolution. But we, we had, didn't know she started be... killing people. It's a new development. <laughs> um, so we'll put that aside. We'll we'll get Pam back to like, it. Oh yeah, we'll put Revolution. It in like how the gears We're turn. Gonna... <laughs> but we're here talk about killing some ghosts <laughs> what there's, there's ghosts out there right like what's, <laughs> what's the situation we need to get to the tower and there's ghosts but like i can't die so we're wondering if we could just walk through the ghosts you mean youth's demons what i mean yes go right ahead walk right through into the void you you be my guest 
Void. That's a new... Is that a new concept? Like, in what terms? Like, metal album concept yeah. terms? Uh, no. Uh, okay, uh, me- mechanic lady, t- what, what do you know about the Void? <laughs> the Void and the Veil are different things. Like, the ghosts? All the ghosts over there? They're scary, I guess. I mean, they did this to the car. Yeah. By the way, looking at it, you can see that the car is the exact same car that she rode you through town to meet the king in. Hell yeah, um, it is. But the engine has been completely replaced. There's new thrusters on the side. Oh, and also it got torn up by demon ghosts. Also, this is like your job now. What's the... I left Were a chocolate deposed? bar in the back seat because I knew this would happen. <laughs> um, now it's melted to shit. I'm yes, I fled Lindora to this backwater city. This is the you only place a person okay. could... Yeah. The child, it's the, the only child place someone us. of means can continue to have means anymore. Yeah, the child isn't with us. Well, I'm sorry, your rich ass doesn't get to exploit the part anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she smacks you with her cane. Honestly? Thanks. Oh, God. That really does add a whole new dimension to the fact that her house that she built here is just a smaller version of the giant rich-ass tower that she used to live in. The point is, you're trying to save the world and we just need to kill some ghosts. And you have a car, and we can kill the ghosts in your car. But you don't- oh wait, no, you don't have it, right? Um, we can get a new car. Or again, I can just walk. That hasn't really stopped me before. Really, It is currently nighttime if you'd like to test that theory. Ooh, I kinda wanna. I really want to. (sighs) I'll bring up more character sheets for Clove to read all. Well, yeah. Try um, to summon yourself a lantern unto the brightness of the sun. Oh, yeah. Is there a lantern here? I hear they're really cool. I mean, we can just, like, tie a rope around me, right? <laughs> do, you, do you see what happened to this car, yes? <laughs> yeah, I mean... Do you, how worse. stable do you think... Pam's gonna be do you think in. Could you make a rope out of fire or something? Like, braid my hair? I don't know. Um, Maybe. We're gonna pull Pan in. He's gonna be like a flesh slime jelly. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, you're gonna have to make your character again. Well, none of you have any better ideas. I'm gonna go to the library and read a book about it. (laughs) (laughs) Is there even a library in this town? Uh, Is there even a book in this town? I don't think there's enough tax money to fund that. I didn't add a library. But so I need to go to somewhere to research books, the 200 year history of these fucking ghosts. There because... is a small monastery where Margaret, mi- oh. Margaret's mini is. Hello. And that would be a good place to check. Hello, Margaret. I am here to read a book. <laughs> uh, so Margaret is the dwarf in charge of this group that rides the Stromboli into the wastes. Hell yeah. I which is a thing. giant yellow sand crawler thing. Oh, that uh, doesn't look very fast. It's not. <laughs> they generally don't make the trip to the Burgle. They make a steady living just going to the farmhouses and bringing back food and wood. The Stromboli is actually capable of picking up a small house and bringing the whole house back. Uh, That's pretty fucking rad. I like this one. Is that how they... But it's not very fast, and it probably wouldn't be able to get you to the tower. Well, uh, I just like it. I'm... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, like, build a cannon on top of it to fire myself at the tower or something. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a bad idea that I would do. Anyway. Uh, hello, Margaret. Can I look at hello. book? May, so, may I see book? What are you interested in looking about? Or learning about? It's a weird I'm way new of in saying... town. I was just looking at the damage to the car that uh, was late across the finish line. 
and now I'd like to study up on those creatures and what we know about them. Alright, please roll to speak softly and I'll tell you what I know. Alright. Uh... So that's... That's wisdom. Okay. Phew. Uh, eight! Alright, finally. That's a number. Alright, you can ask three questions and one of the answers will be incorrect. Nice. Okay, let's see. Uh, what are the creatures that clawed at the car to damage it like that? Uh, those would be the Demons of Youth. It's mm. a good name. It's my favorite metal band. Back in the day, uh, this place, there was a, the Burgle had a halfling named the Fountain of Youth, who granted the city prosperity and immortality. But something went wrong. The whole void is youth's fault. Uh, and the demons that youth summons reset the world. Reset his world every night. Anything that's not supposed to be there is destroyed. And that brings brings us to my next question. How do What do you know about the tower? Honestly, I'm kind of baffled by it. I haven't been there by my, myself. But Cedar Flynn has gone a couple times, along with that uh, harpy duo. Uh, Talk to them next, thank you. Yes. What I can tell you is that it's new, and there aren't new things in the Burgle ever. So that's weird. It's very mysterious. I would love to investigate that phenomenon. So really, I guess I'm looking for a pilot to take me out there as part of their daily run tomorrow or next week. Thank you very much. Let's see, what's one more good question I could ask? Um, the corrosion that was also on the car, was the corrosion, like, from the claws of the Demons of Youth itself, or was it just, like, over I think the shadows the themselves destroy yeah. you, too, yeah, not just the demons. That's about what I was thinking. <laughs> that's my best right. guess. Yeah. Alright, thank you very much. I might return to take another look at Book. But I think for now, I should go talk to people. Mm-hmm. I'm a human. <laughs> and with that, I walk off. Alright. And on the topic of um, halfling stuff... Hey, Nugget. Hi! The whole time you've been here, you have felt the halfling nearby. Ooh. It feels like it's massive beyond comprehension. Bigger than even Nebula. And it's so big that it's kind of like messing with your radar it's so big you don't even know where it is or if anything else has ever been around you well that's weird so that's fun yeah uh, also Gislin is kind of like idly chatting with you because you're there Like so um you used to be Pop-Tart huh still am a little bit hmm hmm do you remember anything about writing that note or did you just kind of like die and forget, because that kind of sucks if that's true. No, I remember. Well, that's good. He just takes a sip of his beard. And I guess we'll pan away from that seed. That is probably going nowhere, because Gislin doesn't know useful things. Uh, just in general. Oh, I was going to ask him if he was taking my deal. Oh, um, kinda. Kinda. Night, it, yeah, I, okay. So, so you could do that quick then. Um, okay. Let's, let's play that out. Okay. So, I made you a deal in that letter. 
Mm-hmm. Have you been thinking about it? Yeah. Yeah, I have. But, uh... Knight, as long as you travel with your brother, with, uh, Briar Pan, Knight's out. And that leaves me conflicted. I don't know what to do with it. Just kind of pats you gently on the head. I make weird bluffing noises. <laughs> You've gotten weird, kid. You're already weird. you gotten weird. So did you edit those arms, Papa? Uh, oh yeah. Um, when Yuria got her arm fixed up, I was spying on how Zeno did it, and I learned a thing or two, and I decided to experiment. So He does know things. <laughs> he, he knows things about cyborg arms. He picked up that super complicated thing just by watching it. To actually get into it, the part part of the reason he has forearms now is actually very goofy. It's because when Ix was playing him, the orc can make four orc-made weapons, which you can destroy for benefits, but he only had two arms, and his arms were his weapons, so now he has four arms. That's really cute. <laughs> I, I, I love this character so much. Uh, we haven't talked to Yuria or Friar Pan in a hot minute. Yuria longer. So, Yuria, what are you going to be doing? Uh, Knights stormed off, and now you're kind of on your own looking for leads. Yeah, unfortunately I don't think I'll be able to talk to Knight for a little bit. Hopefully we'll be up to soon, but... Yeah. Anyway, let's see. What do we have here? Oh, who's this I spot? A certain orc. Yeah, there's actually a bunch of orcs in town. Like, the most orcs you've seen in one place this entire campaign. Wow. Uh, I mean, it makes sense. Are you bringing Hunter in? I, I'm assuming you have Hunter here, too, and Doxy. Yeah, ooh, I, like, I have Doxy in a... I don't want to say cage, that sounds a little too imprisonment, but... It's very like a container to... A little house, I guess, for Doxy, riding on top of Hunter. A cat carrier. A cat carrier. <laughs> On top of Hunter, okay. Alright, that sounds like something they won't immediately notice. That's good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, as you start going down towards the edge of the race line, the closest building to the to the safety walls for so that car, racing cars slam into those instead of people's houses uh, is this little auto shop garage thing that has like a bell tower on top of it. And as you're approaching it, you see a very familiar face. Vire, who we haven't seen since session two. Hey. Or since episode two. Yuria! It has been so long, my friend! Vire, he brushes forward. I completely forgot how jovial you are. <laughs> he picks you up and gives you a big ol' hug. Yeah. How have you been, little one? Uh, I've been... I think I've been pretty alright, actually. Given I... That's good, that's good. Um, so his left arm is still a big old shield arm, but his right arm was torn off and Gislin took it a while back. So his right arm has now been replaced with um, a very strange looking right arm that has a dynamo on it, and it looks exactly like one of Gislin's new arms. Ah, <laughs> uh, so what's going on here? I, uh, I've never been to this part of the, ever, like, this part of the world ever. Uh, Ario is home to the Bells, and he kind of gestures behind him to the auto shop, which is run by what looks to be about 15 orcs. Oh. Who are, they're kind of spindly, 
and very all over the place in features. They're, they look like they've all been reassembled from dozens of different orcs. Um, they also have a bunch of... They're not quite motorcycles, because they have three wheels. They're, they're, they're basically engined big wheels that they drive in as a pack. Yeah. As, very, a, as a motorcycle like, gang it's into the burgle. Like something very Mad Max. Very Mad Max. Awesome. Uh, but these are the Bells. They are an orc group that you have actually met before because they visit Wrath regularly. They're one of her main contacts. Yeah, I um, kind of remember them. She does a lot of their repair work. I mean, the Bells' specialty is that they are they are termite orcs that uh, basically scavenge for parts from other dead orcs. And they rebuild what they can. And they work closely with Wrath. They bring her all the parts and stuff. Uh, which is why you having Doxy on the back of your Triceratops might bring some... Might, like, be bad. Mm-hmm. Yuria kind of just... They might be upset with that. Yuria kind of kicks Hunter away, like... <laughs> uh, but the, the Bells, in general, um, are mostly here because when the Burgle was bewitched 200 years ago, there was a dead orc in the Green Man's Graves. So they have a renewable body to get. That was Volt, another Valor model like like Vire. And Vire's telling you all this, by the way. Um, so he kind of like takes his new arm and the dynamo starts uh, spinning quickly. And sparks start shooting out of it. So now I can do this! And he holds his arm in the air and a lightning bolt shoots up to the sky. Ah! A bunch of people around all jump and say, Oh, come on, man. Not in town. My apologies, I was showing off for my little friend. But this new arm is from Volt. And they actually have a lot of Volt arms lying around. Would you like one? Oh, uh, no. I've actually got a custom-fitting one. Um, actually... Oh, that looks very nice. Where did you get that, Yuria? That's not your old arm. Yeah. Um, so Yuria's gonna just go into the detail about meeting Zeno, because she does still owe Zeno about... Tell him about how he yeah. wants to meet his children again. Tell him where they are. Bayer is very interested in that. And he makes a note that I will have I'll have to visit him. I was kind of surprised to find him, considering what we went through in the... Uh, shoot, what's the name of the Fire Plains? Glass Desert. Yeah, the Fire Plains. Fire Plains, Glass Desert, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he kind of he gave me this, and yeah. He, he just wanted me to meet other... Meet all his children, I guess, and kind of have a family reunion? That's what I kind of gather from it. Okay, at this point, uh, Tinker Tot, leader of the, uh, of the battles, steps forward because he overheard some of that last bit. Oh, that sounds great. Well, we'll round up all the boys and we'll, uh, get in their bikes and head on over to the Column City sometime soon then. Oh. Yeah. Hey, wait. You're uh, you're the half orc, right? Um, and Vire's like doing a big no signal with his hands after he says that. <laughs> Gary just falls down onto her butt. Oh, hey, by the ah, uh, I guess as my friends are trying to find a way into, we're trying to get to that tower down there. Well, we got two open bikes due to various injuries and such. If you uh, wanted to ride with the pack next time, but uh, I don't know, is two enough? Hmm, well, no, but... I'm sure we'll find some other, well... I don't mean 
others to ride with, just alongside. So yeah, if you can, if we could get these two, that would be wonderful. Thank you. He, he nods. And says, All right. Well, you'll have to. Whoever's riding those will have to ride with us for a bit, though, because um, they're uh, they use a a interlinking system in order to keep power. Mm. Yuria takes out her little scatter and just kind of makes a mental note. Well, not mental, but yeah, it's one of those. So I think we'll we'll pan course. away from you as as uh, Tinker Tot goes over you with the uh, logistical aspects of their motorcycle gang. And hey, Friar Pan, it's been a hot minute. Yes. Callie, where we last left you, Callie hit you with a staff and walked back into her tower. Mm-hmm. So what have you been doing since then? Um, It's really tempting to just go walk out into the ghost town. Is there like a line okay. in the sand? Can I like stick my hand over and see what happens? There is literally a line in the sand. Yes, there is a Ooh. white painted line on the swamp on the swampy floor that looks like it gets repainted every couple days because it's faded in some places and whatnot. Um, and just beyond the line, like less than a foot away from it, is just inky blackness. You can see nothing beyond it. <laughs> That's fun. Um, let's try it. <laughs> let's do it. So how so how are you going about this? Are you just jumping in all the way, sticking one hand in first, sticking a leg in first? What are we doing? I think one I think one hand in first. See what happens. Alright. You pull your hand you put your hand in and you feel it starting to like it hurts. Just touching the void mm-hmm. hurts. And it feels like you're disintegrating okay. as you're holding your hand in there. Yeah. Uh, you pull it out right away and it's got like little holes all over the skin. <laughs> okay, that's fun. Um, so little bursts of steam are now coming out of your hand. That's cool. What else can we do? What, what can be tried? What science can we do here? Pan's reaction Jesus. is just, haha, cool, more guns. Check it out, it's a shotgun! <laughs> so it's just like all objects? Like, what happens if I like put a... Can I like put a sandwich on a string and kind of dangle it in there <laughs> see what happens I really love that mental image so you like hold out the string and then it kind of like sits there for a moment and then suddenly like your your little fishing pole, pole uh, shakes a bit and I'd say it get pulled out of your hand but you're very strong so you can yeah we're doing it you, you pull back and the string snaps and your sandwich is gone and the stick is partially dissolved. Okay, so it is everything, not just corporeal flesh. Um, oh, I was really loving the idea of void fish. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of hoping that like it would only kill living things, and then we could like, send a robot in, but... Hmm. Well, that plan doesn't work. <laughs> Go back to the group. Okay. Well, as you turn around, you see Yuria is, like, right there. Oh. She's, like, really close to you, and she's talking to Vire, who you probably barely remember but did see once before, and a couple other orcs. Just, like, a whole gaggle of orcs. More orcs than you've ever seen in one place before. Hi, Pan. Hey. What you find out? Look what the darkness did. Ah! (laughs) Holds up his hand. Would you stop doing that? Ah. I mean, we need to know what our risks are. I... This isn't going to be like a Kingdom Hearts thing where, like, you can move through the darkness by wearing a specific trash bag or something, right? Oh my god, we could try that. Or a Metroid Prime. 
Alright. Yeah, you need to find the dark suit and the phase on waste. Yeah. Um, so I guess we just gotta wait until morning then. Yeah, did looks you, like it. Did you manage to trick someone to letting us use their boat ship? I don't trick people, Pan. <sighs> Whatever. A- anyway, we You look a little big for the bikes, buddy. Uh, we could probably fit you in one though. Tinker Well, he's not the only one, don't worry. I think Rue might be able to fit. I'm not sure about Nugget. How? Maybe Nugget? Nugget, nugget in and alone like a monkey in a spaceship. Maybe we can pull Nugget in like one of those um sidecars. Just like stick him in a jaw. <laughs> I think the real problem with Nugget riding a motorcycle is the idea of Nugget piloting a motorcycle sounds ineffective. I'm not sure how good they do at the I job. don't know, like, I feel like disproportionately long frog legs are pretty good for pushing the pedals. Yeah, but right now they have disproportionately short arms for reaching the handlebars. Well, that's fine. They can just, like, They uh, can rip something up. Yeah, just, like, first of all, biker sunglasses Look, I have to protect their baby eyes. I've... And second of all, like, really, really low, close handlebars. Maybe they're like um, Harley handlebars, but they just like swoop out and then swoop back in so dramatically. <laughs> and everyone who sees it's like, ah, oh, that's the coolest biker of all time. And it turns out he's just this like teenage frog. Yeah, it's a teenage frog. I was a teenage frog. The series. With a toothpick that says Nugget and then drives off. So yeah, that's my plan. But they can talk like a people now. Alright. So... Uh, we have one le- There are da, 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 stuff to do. I think we have to meet up back at some point before we end the episode. I... Can I interrupt? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it is wrap-up time soon and we can meet up again and talk about what we've learned, but... Uh... Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty okay introduction to Oreo. Okay. Yeah, because we're, we're heading feeling. towards people's outs, so I was trying to think of how we want to wrap this up. Yeah. And just saying, fuck it, walking into the wasteland. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, my only objective for next time, before actually attempting to do whatever, yes. is like checking in with the flying people, uh, Nimbus and Tempest over here with the Daymoth, to like see if they have any research about like how high up or anything the effect extends. I'm still like trying to figure out how this tower works. Right. Um, so I'm being yeah, the team nerd. You still have two more groups to talk to about yeah. getting there. Oh, no, I know what I want to end on here. Okay, okay. Hey, Pan, as you're talking with Yuria, you turn to the right and you see a building painted and shaped like dusk. Ooh. Oh. It looks just like your dad's face. Huh. That's not menacing. It's very menacing. <laughs> it looks like it's intended to be menacing. But also, uh, before, like, last week, Apocalypse hadn't been around for 1,020 years. Mm-hmm. So how does this guy know what your dad looks like? Ugh, he's a Satanist. Hey, Pan. Yeah. Why does that look like your dad's face? I don't know, but I can only assume it's some sort of edgelord dude. <laughs> I mean, the aspect of death is what you want to build your house after. Come on. Have Jeez, some get taste. a life, am I right? Jesus. 
Yeah, that's the second most shocking thing I've seen today. Yeah. Sorry, that wasn't like a very emotional reaction. I was <laughs> just like, oh boy. No. <laughs> no, honestly, I think that's totally fair. That's why he said Yeah, sad. I thought it was really funny. Just kind of traumatized disbelief of like, that's what, everyone, what a everyone, weirdo. That's what everyone's reaction would be to seeing their parents' face replicated yeah, as a house. Yeah, if I saw my dad's like, head, yeah, I think so. I think I'd be pretty traumatized and suspicious yeah. first off. So next time we'll start with Pan and Yuria talking to this Cedar Flynn. Yeah. This edgelord. This fucking guy. And Ryu Titania talking to Nimbus and Tempest. Okay. And we'll figure out how to get Nugget back into the fold. Yeah. Uh, I'm go- I want to investigate this halfling. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a good pl- good thing to do for next time. We can we can do all those three things. That's a good place to go. So where we last left Monsoon, you we're just with this crew of supposedly world-saving heroes who <sighs> didn't manage to save your capital city from being blown up by a weird gunpowder man and may have contributed to his existence in the first place. Uh, but they did world also saving. get rid of him forever, so, you know, you don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> like, true, I don't have to deal with it anymore, but... There was another way I could have not dealt with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now you gotta deal with the fallout, too, which is less good. Um, the Capitol building has had its top floor exploded, which was where all the Senate met to talk about politics things, whatever that might be. I don't know Nebula, Harpy, politics stuff. Um, but you were important in that, apparently, as a prince. Yeah, I would say so. And now you're suddenly the only one left. Uh, I mean... So, well, it's you and your sister. It sucks because, you know, I've always wanted them to take me seriously and, like, listen to me more because I think I have great ideas. Uh, I didn't want to be the only person. This sucks. I hate it. Yeah, um, you just suddenly had a merchant empire dropped in your lap. What are you going to do with that? So I didn't even get to steal it, is the thing. Like, <laughs> I didn't... Like, I earned this, like... I wouldn't say legitimately, but like legally it all checks out. And that's like so disappointing to me is that I did not even like have a dramatic takeover or a violent revolt or anything. It just got handed to me because, you know, all the all the dumb like suit wearing idiots happened to be in the same building that day, Um, which sucks. So, yeah, Monsoon is uh, like really not happy about this development i think there were a few there were a few like weeks maybe where he was like oh yes like i can you know enact all the changes i've wanted to and like do all this stuff to help people and then realizes that like bureaucracy is awful and this is not fun yeah what's your first day like here (laughs) well i imagine that um you know day one they're kind of uh (laughs) they have to set up in like a a little conference room on like one of the bottom floors because you know um yeah so uh yeah it's it's uh, surprising no one i don't think monsoon is very suited to like an office type environment or um you know any sort of job that requires you to sit down for long periods of time um and and like listen to people right uh, so I, I think, you know, 
his enthusiasm vanishes pretty quickly in, let's say, hour three, <laughs> if I'm being generous. <laughs> that sounds right. Um, so I think it's around hour three when one more person shows up. Oh, no. The one senator who took the day off. Oh. Oh, thank God you're here. And it's this really fat pigeon man named Drizzle who you remember being a huge stick in the mud. I am... And I, I, and I tell him honestly, sincerely, I am so glad to see you. Yes, well, it's good to see that someone survived. I heard the news from back in my hometown. Terrible business, terrible. So everyone... Everyone? Yeah, I think everyone. Matsuda uh, looks at Typhoon, who nods to everyone. Unbelievable. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, hey, so, so, um, you know, what do you. You have a little bit. Not, I wouldn't say more expertise, but knowledge than me about this in particular so if you had any any input you wanted to offer um i'm sure that typhoon would really appreciate it (laughs) uh i think that his eyes light up and he starts like caressing his um pigeons have like that waddle beneath their chin and he just starts stroking it like a beard god me too (laughs) Oh, of course! I would love to impart my wisdom upon the younger generation, as you know. Um, Monsoon gives Typhoon a big, like, shit-eating smile. (laughs) (laughs) I think she glares daggers at you as he, like, puts an arm around her and just starts talking about the inner workings of bureaucracy. Uh, That's, wow. You know, you two are going to make so much progress. Um, Does anyone want, um... Like anything to drink or, or anything? I'll go. I'll go load us up with some some snacks and some brain food. So you know we could really get down to this. Uh, and Monsoon slips out the back door. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you going to be coming back with what you said? Are you skipping out entirely, or are you bringing back whiskey? Uh, I am gone. Okay, for the day. All right, I will come back in tomorrow at twelve p.m. with whiskey. All right, sounds good. Um, I think we'll leave off for there then. <laughs> good night, folks. to winter's end and i know their vehicle's stupid but i think it's really funny so it that's is why I made it, it is i'm way. not saying i'm not saying <laughs> anything very carefully well if you'll excuse me i have to go see a toddler about some gunpowder but i'll see what i can do <laughs>